All right, so just diving right in, I, I didn't really get to meet you. Uh, it's kind of the, this is, uh, the guests tend to be somewhere between like cold and hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I'll have had people on, because I've only been doing this a year, and so the last couple guests have all been folks uh, I'm catching up with from uh, days in New York going right, around. Yeah, yeah. The, the local scene in different areas in New York City and um, I met you at I saw you at the McFarland Manor which is that's become like my scout like my farm whatever you call it like if you're in sports where you go right, to yeah, like yeah. okay this is you know you hit up these schools to right, watch yeah, for like and uh, McFarland Manor's definitely become like become like a place where I can just like oh who's who haven't I seen before that it would be great to have that's on the scene and uh, I walked in on the middle of the year set, and I was kind of bummed. I like to sometimes I catch them live there, but yeah. uh, it was really captivating. And I, I, like I said, I'm coming in pretty cold with you, so I just wanted to kind of start from the beginning. Uh, are you from Cleveland? Yeah, I'm from Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. I, um, actually, so my my parents, like my mom, was in the military. My grandma was in the military. So um, we're a military family. I was actually born in Boise, Idaho. But um, I moved out here when I was about seven, and uh, I've been here, so I'm, I'm from Cleveland. Really? Much, okay. You know? I yeah. relate to that a lot. I was actually the same. I was born in Cleveland, but then my dad went into the Air Force, kind of the same thing, moved around from Cleveland, but didn't. I didn't really get back here until I was like in my, like four years ago. I lived right. more in Akron and Youngstown. That's what's up, yeah. So okay. how long have you been in Cleveland then? Uh, so I was in Cleveland for about... Like actual Cleveland, about four, three years now, and then I was in like near, you know, Minter and Painesville. Mm -hmm. I I lived in Painesville for ever, like up in like seven up until like the end of high school. And I think I was saying the how long have you lived in Cleveland? And the way that the rest of the world talks about Cleveland, where if you go anywhere else in the world, you say where are you from, you're not gonna say Mentor or Painesville. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know? Atlanta. So like this dude like was um like everybody if you're in Georgia like you'll say Atlanta, mm -hmm. but like there's a bunch of cities, and so there's like a dude from like two hours away. And he was saying Atlanta, and my friend from Georgia was like, he's not from Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I got you, like Cleveland. Yeah. I've been in Cleveland ever since I was seven, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And when did, uh, how did music become something that you, did that something that hit you early as you were interested in following and creating? Yeah, my brother, so my brother's actually a rapper, and um, ever since I was younger, like, I would like, I know, I remember he had, like, his own shows and stuff, so... But I think that's what kind of sparked me to start riding. I was riding when I was like, when I lived with my dad, I was riding a little bit. And um, like in, in school, I always write. But like music has always been a part of me. And then I feel like it's very therapeutic, honestly. Yeah. To like be able to vent emotions and just create your own world. What songs and uh, artists do you remember really latching onto early? Like I didn't really have a favorite song, but I always remember like Genuine, listen to Genuine, I listen to Joe. Um, I remember like having my own MP3 player when I was like young, like seven or so, like very young, and I remember like Genuine and um, Joe specifically. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, those two. Yeah. Um, when what was your first uh, foray into performing? My first performance was about last year. Uh, really? Yeah, and it was just random because it was right after I dropped my first song. Like literally, like the first, like I dropped it two weeks before or something like that. Somebody wanted me to come perform. Uh, Marvin Sapp is like a gospel singer and uh, I'm not a gospel like artist but they just my it was like a message it was like against domestic violence and um, to help you know raise awareness awareness against domestic violence and uh, it was a it was a nice experience so. um, did you what were your creative tools like starting out were you always just focused kind of on the words and singing or have you really gotten into the production that's a dope question because like when I first started I was all about like painting pictures and like trying to um like make the perfect words like lyrics then I realized that it's more so about the emotion and the feel so then you gotta just find a balance for both of them so right how I create now like I'll get the emotion like first because like the lyrics will come easy for me so I'll just get like the vibe of the track and just like get the feel of it and I do see like some artists doing that, like popular artists, like they'll like freestyle first on the track, get like the emotion, the feel of the track, and then put like words later. But like that's how I normally, cause like when I realize when I try to like 
forced lyrics and like the it, the sound the song will sound like it's forced and mm. so like it's just not as smooth so i can see i i see what you're saying it's like yeah i'm searching for that tone in my music right now because i've got the words mm. and that's the thing that like is the creative part of music and, and words can be a framework that can bend in a lot of ways for that yeah i like like lyrics will always come like natural for me like i can always find like words to anything for some reason like it just come like words i think because i started out earlier like trying to do a lot of like writing and lyrics like i would write a lot first did you deconstruct so. how your brother was rapping when when you'd see how he'd do it did you look at how, uh you know what he was doing to accomplish that and how did how did you first go into it or seeing it as possible? Is it just like, well, I just gotta write my words? That's a good question. Like I um honestly I I remembered his lyrics before. Like I wasn't like paying attention to like like verse, hook, verse, hook, really. But um I actually read a book and it like has like a structure, a song a song structure. Everybody who like sees a, or hears about the book wants to like read it and stuff that who's into writing. I forget the name of it, but um it's a really good book though like that's what like this the song structure that's what helped me you know be able to like structure the song so now it's just like natural for me so i don't have the, i don't even know the, where the book's at now but um what genre do you feel like you you are comfortable putting like label you're putting yourself in or frameworks that you're in it's interesting but like i don't feel like one specific one because like it's weird when i submit a song it says r&b or hip-hop pretty much yeah everyone wants you to put you in a box yeah. of some kind but for me i just like i don't have like a genre for that. i feel like i just mix everything together because like i know that bryce attila came out with like trap soul kind of so i guess a little bit like that like trap soul a little bit because like my beats are really like they really like knock but i'm like singing over like a beat that's like going like you could rap over it so it's like it's interesting, like, it's like a, um, what's that word? Like, not a paradox or contradiction, but they do kind of contradict this. Juxtapose. Juxtapose, juxta yeah, juxtaposition a little bit. Text 
Music something you're like yeah. you're 100 percent focused on that yeah 100 percent yeah so tell me how uh, you get to that commitment level and you know where you're like okay this is what I need to do it was just liberating at first because I was in uh, college uh, I went to Trinity and my freshman year I was playing football and I was like it was kind of um, depressing to be honest because this is like it didn't feel like what I was supposed to be doing. So when I started making music, it was just li very liberating, therapeutic, and it like put me down the right path. Cause then I started like meditating and like, uh, I realized and then once you started meditating then you start like becoming more aware, more conscious of different things and uh, like being present. So then I started like realizing like, oh, maybe like that's the reason why I'm like, okay, that might be the reason why I'm not feeling as well. So I'll let me do this. And so then you just start you know becoming more aware what is your practice i've heard a lot of different means of meditation what is how, how do you go about that uh just being con like being present with your breath with your breath and um aware of your your body but like kind of just trying to like stay in the moment like stay but right as of right now I, when i meditate it's kind of like i'm just like like everywhere like i don't know like it's not like when i first started it was just like oh this is very hard to just stay here that's i think i'm i have that that initial fear i've never really tried to practice that and but i've started to hear more people talk about it where it's like they alleviated a bit of my anxiety it's like well is the goal to like think of nothing i don't know how to think of nothing yeah, yeah. and yeah i've been starting to hear more people call it like no it's about just being in that present yeah, moment yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if a thought comes you stay with it and, yeah. and 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 maybe then let it expand out but yeah then the awareness factor helping clear it that just kind of comes right so i i've it's it's funny how like you say or you, you'll say it, you admit it it was hard in the beginning yeah very. and for some reason I find it intimidating like I want to sit and do nothing like yeah, <laughs> yeah then it becomes peaceful <laughs> so yeah so that you had like a meditational sort of epiphany that led you to like I want to be I need to follow on this right path do you think that that meditation helped you just sort of center yourself and recognize what you needed for you yeah because then it's like you feel like you know what peace feels like so then you know what's disrupting your peace and so yeah uh, i'm gonna just keep going like in the direction of where my peace is you know so. now as you set off on the the road to be like a, a musician uh one question i ask everybody especially you know having i'm I, you know, like i said i'm i'm older and i don't even know what my ambitions really are for music other than like i love playing it it keeps yeah. a part of my soul whole to do right, it yeah, yeah. and i love meeting people at the grassroots scene and things like that like i will always just be a part of that it's right, it's yeah. like my church i don't go to church that's my church yeah, yeah. um and but I always ask musicians who are embarking on that it's like yes this is what i want to do i'm going for it. it's like how how are you defining success and thinking about like what you will and won't allow to change about things or I don't know, just going into what it, the inevitable trajectory of like, if you reach a certain level with an artist, because it's kind of that thing where you're big or you're being a middle-class musician is tough, mm -hmm. but um, what sort of level of success are you aiming for? Is it the, you know, 
everyone knows my name and a million Twitter followers thing. Hey. It's like, I just want to be able to do this every day and live in a world of music. All right. Me and my friends talk about this. Like, um, we're kind of like the opposite because we feel, I feel like, and my friends feel like, you know, that we're like right now, we already made it because mentally you're in a mind state of, um, like I'm, I feel like I'm doing what I should be doing right now in this present moment, and um, also, like, you're spiritually balanced, emotionally balanced. Uh, we can take a moment. That's the front door. Uh, Justice's mom has arrived. She will be in the studio audience. If you, th if they notice the audience, the interview takes a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know. I know where we're going. Oh, making it, like making it, like, yeah. Or, yeah, your terms of success. Right, so we feel like my friends and I, you know, we feel like we already made it, um, like, spiritually, uh, mentally, emotionally. Like, spiritually is, like, you know, the meditating part. You know, mentally, I a lot of people in our generation, they're talking about, like, uh, you know, all they all they want is the fame. So when they get there, they realize they're not as happy because, like, okay, once we get here, I realize a lot of people are kind of like still sad or depressed or have like different things going on. So they they think that that's going to cure it. Like money's going to cure it or like being famous is going to cure it. So like me, I just, we have a different, you know, well me personally, we have, I have a different um, perspective on it. So um, I feel like I've already made it, you know? So I don't have like a, I don't, I, that my goal isn't like fame or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I've had that's been a running theme that's come up with several musicians. Maybe it's just you know I have a tendency to be like you know I I like what you I get your vibe because you're on that vibe of like I'm happy I'm playing music. Yeah, it's the fact that I found this as something that's a part of me. I've already won, and right. also that's what wins people over. I feel like as you know someone's watching you. This is true of a lot of performance mediums whether you're an actor or whatever it's like especially if you're an actor it's like if you are in that moment that's what people appreciate about uh, watching a performance yeah um yeah. is that you're there and you're present with they them and it, they're yeah. channeling you're giving them a chance to feel sad you're giving them a chance to feel exhilarated you know if your song has got them up and dancing and just like if you're an actor you give them a chance to be in that whatever that moment is of right, a movie yeah, or yeah. a play or something and yeah. Uh, that's probably why I can't decide on what <laughs> I do. I've done a lot of different like performance types because it's like I just like being in that moment, getting to right, do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to monetize it necessarily, but at the same time, I wonder about how that changes things. Like suddenly this is your job and oh, and then you face with choices, especially like what would be like with music. Like what does your music get licensed out to? Is it... Mm -hmm. uh, specifically like that's why you know i don't want to be forced to like you know what deals you have more money right so i want to be able to just be in stay independent and you know do what i i want to do so by means of like you know conversation getting money like monetary uh i want i've been like learning how to trade forex so then like you know i could be foreign exchange is like you know it's like a different version of stock mm -hmm. it's like um but anyway, like foreign, I, I want us to learn how to trade foreign exchanges. So then you could, you know, you could be mobile and still make money. And then I, that's the money that I'm getting from, you know, just my brain. And then I'm also making money on top of that with, you know, concerts, potentially, you know, songs. Right. So it's like, I can stay independent. Uh, at the McFarland Manor, when I saw you, you were there to uh, talk up a bit about artists in recovery, a local uh your friend j red mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and then another you mentioned another thing you were doing uh for domestic abuse so you seem to be a very socially conscious artist at this point yeah i, would, I, would, I, would. I love the ability like i think like so i feel my music's healing i love the you know possibility of like just knowing that somebody could be potentially healed like in the back of my head like that's that's therapeutic alone by itself because it's like somebody's getting healed from my music like i'm helping so like it makes you feel like this is your purpose this is what you're supposed to be doing so you sent me a couple of singles and i'd like to put them all in the episode here mm -hmm. um uh the one that i was listening to right before you came over was home yeah home yeah yeah um why don't you uh, unpack that song a little bit for me so home i uh about a year ago i was making home 
and before that, I was just making the song. And about two weeks after my grandmother passed away, and so then it kind of changed the direction of the song a bit. But I do feel like uh, the energy, like her energy um, affected the song as well. So the songs, uh, she definitely influenced the song home. And uh, so I recorded about a year ago, released it about a year ago. Mm. You And you and your grandma had a really close relationship? Uh, me and my grandmother, we, so she lived in Boise. I lived out in Cleveland, so I didn't see her as much. It was more like phone calls. Mm. But we were getting closer at the end. Of, like like when, when I went to go visit in Arizona, um, like those were the like closer times that we had. See the proof. I remember cold nights, really feeling doomed. I'm out of the tune, full moon, got a pressure zoom. I turned dark nights to gold. I know what you've been so. Picture clip Picasso. Blow fire, no Diablo. Crack codes from down below. Now on my way back home. Pulling the driveway slow. Her stars around me glow. She says stay home She says stay home Why would I leave? What is your um 
approach to collaboration? Do you tend to reach out to the same people or um, do you, listening to your tracks, I was curious how much um, inv- how much control mm-hmm. you have over every bit of the process because there's a lot going on. Mm. So, oh, so like I made the, uh, I made two of my beats. It's the Fallen track. I made that beat, but I collabed with somebody else. He's He lives in London. Um, and then the New Egypt beat, I made that beat as well. But I collabed with the same, you know, same producer. He lives in London. Um, and he made the first beat, Don't Hide. Like, he made that first, that very first beat. Like, he made it. But, like, I feel like we're, we collabed together. How did beats. you uh, hook up with him in London? Just randomly. I was looking up at beats uh, on YouTube. I found it. I asked him, could I use it? And he said, yeah. And then never since then, I just kept his contact, you know? And then I realized I I just the first song like I was gonna ask him because I needed somebody to mix and master the beat for it to sound like you know official like I'm good at like just starting the project and making like how the how the beat feels Mm -hmm. and then he's good at like making it you know editing it like the audio engineers yeah the audio like mixing and mastering the beat so it's like a good collaboration so. And that leads actually into the the other song I was really curious about because I, I thought that that's a, that's kind of funny. You could you've got that to drop. It's like yeah, I'm big in Al- Algiers. Oh Algeria, yeah, yeah, oh, Algeria, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so um, <laughs> so how that how that happened? It's like just random. So the girl in the music video for New Egypt, she's from Algeria, and so I made it like before that I post a picture, and I had the Algerian flag. And then, like, when you promote the uh, a video on Facebook, I just randomly put Algeria. Because, <laughs> like, it just made sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I put Algeria. I think I put others, a bunch of other countries. But then when I started promoting it in Algeria, it just started going crazy. Like, they were, like, liking it, like, um, putting me on their stories on Instagram. And it was just wild. Like, he seen it. Like, my phone was just blowing up. Like it just like kept going over and over. Like, it was like for like I think a day, like almost. Are you making plans to tour Al- Algeria soon? I, I got to. <laughs> you, yeah, you. I mean, that 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 uh that internet fame it doesn't last long. Yeah. You gotta, or you got to make sure you keep uh, keep stoking that flame. Yeah, they're still like they're still going. Like they still follow me. I got a couple followers from there like a couple of days ago, and then somebody else actually like speaking of like TikTok. Um, or just the song in general, there's actually a TikTok of somebody um, in Egypt. Like, there's a pyramid. The song called New Egypt. Like, she's, like, right in front of the pyramid with the um, my, playing my song on, mm. on TikTok. So that's that's what unexpectedly happened from the song. Yeah. What, what was the... You want to <laughs> tell me about New Egypt and um, what, um, what feelings you were trying to evoke with this one and what the song means to you? Yeah, so I was um, eventually like that first song. I made the beat a long time ago, and I kind I had the hook already, but I kind of changed like the lyrics a little bit. I I met a girl, um, and she inspired me to like finish the song, and put it like and want like consciously want to put the song out. So then I just finished the song because like, I had a a music video in mind. So I'm like, all right, I'll have her in the music video. So I finished the song, and. Uh, yeah, like she literally like inspired that whole project, so it's kind of crazy that and, it happened like that. And then, and then like she's Algerian, so then it blew up in Algeria. It's just I guess things just you know some things are just meant to happen. The song in, in the- oh you know if you want to chat, there's a mic on the ground. You can grab that. Well, the song the the the, the meaning <laughs> is so beautiful because it speaks about the has or the male and the female going through things and sh- and and then they have a, a conflict and they depart from each other and then they find out let's work it out and let's come back together and let's make it work so that we can build our family righteously and so despite it speaks about despite conflicts in a relationship you can work it out. You can come back together. And as a whole people and as a community, the community is not going to be founded unless the families are complete. 
So it's just speaking about how you can work it out, mm -hmm. even though you split up, but making a conscientious decision, hey, we can do this, we can get back together, we can work through anything and make it be completed. You were dropping a new track this week, right? Mm -hmm. On December 11th. December 11th, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, what And what's... You want to uh, bring me through this one? Yeah, Risky. Risky. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, it's a... So I, I approached it the same way in terms of like promotion. So I have... I reached out to a bunch of, you know, like TikTok curators. So um, they're going to be doing like their own like creative process to it and i feel like this song will do very well as well you know are you planning on uh do you have a regular circuit in cleveland that you play at different spots or um are you 
getting out and playing live or are you focused a lot more on like building up sort of this digital following or, and focusing on marketing it in that platform? Or are you interested in more uh, getting a live circuit going? That'd be like good for me to start actually doing more live shows. I want to start doing more live shows. Uh, just have to get in front of the right people and just like network pretty much. Like it's just of like, if, if it's there, then I'm going, you know, <laughs> like mm -hmm. it doesn't, I'm not um, worried about that, but I am, I think the song's gonna do better if you worry about like, not worry about it, but just promote it. So like, I wanna, as soon as I started promoting the songs, like it starts doing way, way better. So promotion is very key, but um, live shows as well. And what are your hopes for 2020 in terms of production and what's coming out? Um, so you have three singles right now, or is, there's there's definitely been a shift I think from like in the modern times now of whether or not a full album makes sense. A lot of yeah. people are just like it's it's about tracks now. Just literally like just the algorithm of Spotify, it makes more sense to do singles. And then once you have like a bunch of people who are like, "Where's the album? Where's the album?" Then you drop the album. Mm. Just to make it just makes sense because like with Spotify, you can get on a release radar. So from the release the release radar then you can get onto Discover Weekly. So like, that's what happened with my song, New Egypt. Like first it started off with the release radar and that's just um, whoever follows you and just whoever saved the song, then you like just start spreading. So I got like about just number wise to st statistically so people can like understand like how like maybe it can help somebody, uh, about like 5,000. And then so I, I got about 2,000 2, listens um, and then I got on Discover Weekly and then I like Discover Weekly will help you just, you know. Oh, yeah, I listened to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, go, I go to that all the time. Yeah. And then so like you could do that with singles. Like you could just like funnel your single through that little mm. like release radar Discover Weekly, you know. And then you'll start building. Do you, but do you have any say on whether it shows up there? Or it's just it's got to hit a threshold. Yeah. And then. But who, I mean, I imagine everyone's Discover Weekly is different. So yeah. yours is, is hits a certain threshold in your genre, mm -hmm. and then it goes into people who dig that genre. I haven't, I don't know. I, I So how are you tracking the analytics on Spotify? How do you get to see that? So I just got like, so I, I think it started when I, it's, there's this thing called DistroKid. It's a distributor, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm an independent. And um, I seen another like independent rapper who's doing very well, use it. And there's this, it's called a pre-save. So I send it out, like, and so people are pre-saving the song, and that'll, get, that'll help it get it on the release radar. Then from the release radar, then um, it could potentially get to Discover Weekly. Okay. And have you at all sought out people who curate very popular Spotify playlists? I've, I know yeah. that's becoming a thing yeah. where there are people who just curate these really good lists. And if you can get on one of those, it's not just an algorithmic thing. It's actually, you know, it, there's a person behind it at least. Yeah, I actually got Risky already on um, a curator. He's They're going to put it on the 11th and the 14th on promoting sounds. Mm -hmm. So they're like a popular... Uh, cur curator and I'm just going to keep reaching out to other people as well now so you've taken on yeah so you're handling all of your your marketing and mm -hmm. and and you have you have like a media team that's coming with you yeah his, his so, uh, account his name's Juice Metro he's a uh, videographer and he takes pictures as well so we will tag you in all the things and you got you got your mom my mom's here so that's my <laughs> always in your corner i would honestly i have to make sure and give a shout out my mom uh early christmas present my 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 recorder was dying and so i was like what i really need is a new zoom if you can chip in towards that that's and nice so that's i'm able now to record people without hearing random crackles that make me go ah yeah, that's can you nice. say that again <laughs> <laughs> that's nice um that's really interesting like did you someone guide you into the process of understanding how you funnel up or bubble up through spotify or were you just did you just suss all that out on your own uh just in so like it starts with a question like okay how do i get more uh how do i flourish in spotify then you start like asking yourself questions then you just start asking google questions <laughs> and then google has answers yeah <laughs> yeah Google's been there for you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna. That's how I've learned just about everything I do in coding. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to it, make yeah. this thing have a shadow, CSS shadow, right. whatever. I'm reading someone's code and I'm copying. I'll copy and paste. I'm not above it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of people are learning from the internet. Oh yeah, and and the um, especially the artists of uh, in your generation, which yeah. I don't know. Are you technically are you millennial? Uh, generation so, Z. Z. The yeah. Zoomers. What do they call? I don't know. I'm pr- I'm so like with the young, all like like I'm just like everyone beyond me. I'm like, oh, you you've caused so many problems. Uh, but um, it's been really cool hearing how much. Uh, another artist I think that would be similar in in your genre is Corey Michaels. Cool. I don't know if you crossed paths with him. He's a he's a Cleveland um, and and. Uh, younger but he's the same thing where he he did things on youtube he learned how to compose certain things and yeah. figure out how to do production on youtube he even found like collaborators through youtube yeah, yeah, yeah. people he did like oh you pair up and you make a song together type thing right, like yeah. as a i don't know a challenge or just a creative exercise yeah. and um i definitely get that jealousy is <laughs> like being older like man yeah if only youtube had been around when i was like 10 yeah, or 11 like you- as a parent, it's scary. You know, you're like, oh God, don't go looking at that thing. <laughs> but on a creative level, it's 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 such a great time to be paying yeah. attention. The things are great, and they're getting equally great and equally terrible at like exponentially the same rate. It's getting it's infinite, infinite possibilities, yeah, infinite possibilities and infinite threats. Yeah, yeah, good or bad, like you know, it could be both ways. So. uh what has been um how much how much live gigging have you done like mcfarland manor was the first time i saw you do you are there regular spots you've gone out to or do you are you still like in the local scene do you just kind of go to open accessible things or yeah do you open get accessible. invited on to shows no like open accessible like that was literally my third one really yeah <laughs> do you so. and um are there spaces that you're looking at getting up in front of to uh just build like a, a regional following yeah i um i'm definitely gonna start doing more live shows so yeah the uh, the opportunities just have been presenting itself more mm-hmm. lately so yeah I definitely have more coming do you ever have ambitions to do what you're doing though with a live setup and people yeah. backing you up yeah that like it'll make it sound so much better like i realized that or the live everything's well, like live. i don't even know if it's better it's just you you're then you're i i and i you know i walk in on you and, and you're in mcfarland manor and it's just you know you and your microphone and then a backing track um that i i, I have a lot of respect for that in a weird way because there's something to me intimidating about like i'm just up here on my own <laughs> and i'm just singing and it's just it's all on me and how i'm moving and selling it and right, connecting yeah. with you um and as opposed to like when at least when you have a guitar right yeah i know what you mean you know what i mean it's like a shield in some degree like I, I in the few i've never even done the thing where like i just have a band backing me up and if i were just the singer that's such an intimidating i know what you're talking about i've seen that before i've seen somebody with a guitar and first off i do play the guitar as well so mm-hmm. i know what it feels like it's more comfortable to have a guitar i've seen somebody it was like kind of like a, somebody's on ellen and they had a guitar, they felt more comfortable. And then when they put the guitar away, they just got like awkward out of nowhere. <laughs> it's it's a very different experience to just not have that business yeah, yeah. to do with your hands, just mm. that. Um, and it's not as weird of a thing if you're like, I'm playing guitar and I'm kind of closing my eyes. I've, I've been more conscious in the last year or so, like making myself look at the audience yeah yeah, yeah. i've started to just feel like that when i would play and i'd have my eyes closed and i remember once someone like pointed it out to me like you kind of have your eyes closed the whole time and if you check in with us once in a while we'll feel like we're in the same room or something yeah yeah Yeah, no i i i um relate to that for sure like when you make eye contact you i kind of like you kind of take the in like the intention by making eye contact like if somebody if they're not gonna if they're not gonna give you the attention like if you make eye contact and you're like you know still singing you take you grab the attention 
what are your big plans for this uh, this release show on the, or this release on the eleventh? Um, when that comes out, are you just doing like a big sort of online push, or, or what's gonna coincide with that? It's the same strategy but different. Um, definitely like an online push. I realized that like that was what made the big like a a very big difference in just everything. Because then you have more people following you. Then you have more people like just interested in general. And so <clears throat> definitely like TikTok is a big thing. It's easy, like it's right before it's prime. And so it's about to take off and go like, you know. Like, oh, it's, I think it's it's definitely in its swing into mainstreaming. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't use it yet. I've, but I know I've seen its content now. It's percolated off, off onto the other things like Twitter and Facebook. And, right, yeah. And soon, yeah, everyone's going to be like, what is this? Yeah. What is this? What is TikTok? For Pretty much like Vine. Like, have you seen, do you I know what Vine is? I remember Vine, but I didn't do anything with it. It's, yeah. It was just like, I guess I didn't look deeply enough at it. It just seemed like, does this just loop things? Or it's like you can actually edit stuff together easily mm-hmm. and do different effects. And Yeah, so TikTok is, you, the thing, the difference is you can put your own video in it. Like TikTok, I mean, on um, Vine, you would just have to like record it on your phone, I believe. Yeah. Like TikTok, you can take something from your camera roll and put it on there. Um, but you do edit the the editing's way more sophisticated on TikTok. Not sophisticated, but just more options. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems to be that you can just yeah. do more. Th- but it it still has. Does it have like a, what are the what are the limitations of it? Just like there's X amount of time it can be. And yeah, thirty. I think thirty seconds. Fifteen, so, thirty in a minute. I think or something like that. And the, people are using music on it. Like they're using yeah, yours. Music. Um, is there any restrictions on that? Are there not? It's a, is it a more restricted or less restricted platform than others as far as like copywriting? You know, using that material or right. is that baked into it? So without a distributor, like you wouldn't have your song on there. So I have a distributor, like the DistroKid. So my song is gonna be the. It's gonna be like a sound on on TikTok on the eleventh, like you know, like Apple Music, Spotify. So it's gonna be a part of TikTok as well. And so um, I'm having people use my song, like my sound, and just make videos, like so. I, now in TikTok, is that baked in though? That like if someone likes a video that has your song in it, is there metadata that shows up for them? Like that your song's tagged in it in a way where they know what the song is. The same way, like you know, yeah, if yeah. they tag me on, you know, in a, in a post, like my, you know, your handle on Instagram right, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But it, it, I would hope that they're with a platform. If they're if it's like you're part of their music library, people can use to generate content. That then it's baked into at least you get some sort of credit right when they use it it's kind of linked to apple music yeah kind of so then you click the sound and then they can find you on apple technically so that's kind of how it works so you're going to do the social media push now is um is the monetization of all your tracks is that turning a profit for you or is that you're starting to see that that's a viable economic uh something that's going to sustain you yeah so i'm gonna be real so like so people i help people um my song Luigi. yeah what to whatever degree you want to open right. source what you've learned I, yeah, yeah. I think everyone would appreciate it um my song Luigi, right you have to get it for you to get money from the streaming if you're an independent artist right you for you to get you have to um go through like bmi or ascap so you have to register with ascap or bmi first before you can get money from it so my i i put the ascap like i I, um distributed through or got protected with ascap after and so i didn't get as much money from it so i all my streams didn't really you know funnel Mm. them so now at risky it should be all of my money is going to be there so i learned from my mistake okay that's good to know yeah Yeah. because i i have no idea where all that what what sort of hoops they've set up now in, right, in yeah. the online streaming world or how to uh keep keep a little more of your money in their own pockets oh uh, yeah so. and so like i'm i get 100 percent of it so i'm the technically i'm the publisher and the one that you know made the content so i get the 100 percent share of it so that's why i'll stay independent as well yeah. all right justice well i want to thank you so much for uh coming out appreciate it man cool I live alone
system 